Welcome to Bipolar Inquiry, drafting and crafting bipolar consciousness since 2016 by philosophizing, relanguaging, and harvesting mania's special messages, meaning visions, extraordinary experiences, ideas, insights, superpowers, possibilities, synchronicity, and parallel worlds. The Bipolar Inquiry podcast is not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Information discussed on the show is not medical advice. Now, let's get started with this episode. get through this video or if I even want to make a video right now but feeling the after effects from days past and I'm definitely feeling the energy of it all it feels like so-called anxiety feel like it's really interesting how it was brought into consciousness it's like it's there for sure it's definitely disc it's definitely uncomfortable It definitely feels physical. It doesn't feel like it's being transformed into any kind of thought form. It's possible because I've been practicing seeing any thought form as a snake. And although I wasn't doing that in those few days of desire, Now it feels like that energy remains, but there's no real thoughts, like, I don't know, it's difficult to describe. I wonder what that sensation is trying to tell me. Because it's pretty strong, it feels like, oh, I don't know if I can work, if it doesn't go away. So I don't know if it's related to those few days of desire, or if it's related to work, or both, or if going into that desire state, since it was very strong energy, if that energy is now being transferred to the desire to not want to do the job that I have. So it's almost like this energy is going to get to the point where I can't do it. Because I was thinking that sometimes I stay in jobs too long and then something happens and I'm like, well, I should have left. And I'm feeling like that. And I even said that to a friend yesterday and when I said it out loud, I really heard myself say it. I really heard it and I was like, whoa, like that is premonition if I don't listen then I don't know 
or maybe the anxiety feeling is sort of that I want it to be giving towards someone and now I won't have that opportunity. Plus I did this trauma release exercise called TRE and I bought the app and after and before I did it I felt sort of I don't know how to describe it maybe a little bit all over the place and now after I did the TRE I feel more like the sensation the energy is localized like right in my stomach It's strong, but it's not super, it's not. It's not unmanageable, I guess. Though it might make it harder to sleep. So I might take uh, something to help me sleep. There's something about how when I was in the psych ward in April, they, they trapped me, they drugged me. They gave me drugs that I didn't want, I didn't ask for. And then they wouldn't let me go. It's like a similar thing being repeated. And I was just thinking today about how so many people are so over-medicated and just like medicated into such a, a dull life, yet some people are, are kind of happy with that because they're not maybe super symptomatic, but they're not they're not symptomatic of living a thriving life either. People put on pills, they gain weight, they get other chronic illnesses and... I just wanna help people not have to go on those meds in the first place. Cause so many people when they get on them, they don't get off. And then there's those 25 lost years. really bad.
I called the EMP people, the True Hope people, EM Power Plus. And they said that it would take a couple months to get off lithium. And they said lithium is one of the easiest ones to get off of in terms of withdrawal effects. I wish I could do that now, like I want to. If I eliminate the stress of that job, then I add in the stress of not having a ton of money. I think it's just a matter of investing my energy in the wrong direction. Krishnamurti said something in a talk about knowing how to cooperate and knowing how not to cooperate. I guess I feel like like mental health is just something I don't want to cooperate with anymore. I'm sort of done playing that game. I feel like too, I need to be in a situation where I can be love, where I can be loving, and happy and joyful. It's not really the scenario of mental health. It just makes me kind of angry. And I don't feel, I don't feel angry really, it's more like operating at the level of anger because it's just stuff that angers me but I don't necessarily feel the anger but it's still there energetically I have been having a lot of insights today one thing I thought of is that I could just make videos for the next couple months until I leave probably could talk the whole time and I also wondered if talking to myself on video afterwards I edit the video so I sort of have been staring at myself on the screen for hours upon end and I'm wondering if it helps a little bit with preventing dissociation in a way because I really see myself. I see myself talking, I see myself on the screen, whereas normally I would just see myself in the mirror in the morning and that's about it. So I'm wondering if that could help a little bit with remaining myself and not necessarily dissociating maybe another benefit of self-dialogue, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to talk about stuff today in terms of stuff I wrote down.
That's okay. I did want to videotape if there were any difficult times too. I don't actually mind that sensation of anxiety. try some coherence breathing. I have an app called Coherence something and a chest strap and then you breathe a certain way and then if one breathes coherently it's supposed to be good. guess it would be a good time to try it because I'm actually feeling the sensations of distress. In the past when I've been triggered into psychosis or dissociation, sort of like past memories come back and and they lack ekphoric sensation as Dr. Daniel Siegel would say and I am having some sort of memory stuff come up but I'm seeing that it's from the past for sure so it's not necessarily just the terror it's just the memory as opposed to It's just the, it's not just the terror, it's actually the memory. So I think it'd be better to have memory and anxiety versus just terror with no memory and then just feeling terrified. I should go see one of my friends and see what they've done to her. She's in the psych ward. That might actually be like a telltale sign to me to see if they're actually helping her. That might be the final straw with regards to working in mental health. remember when I was first diagnosed, I didn't believe the diagnosis, I didn't think that was it. But I sort of decided to go along with it because I didn't really see any other option. Like, there wasn't really any other choice but to go along with it and accept all the help as if it were true. 
And I did believe it to be true to some extent, but now I just feel like I don't want to go along with it anymore. Maybe it's because it's like my chance to get out of it, but yet I'm staying in it thinking I can help when I don't think I can help. for listening to Bipolar Inquiry. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Remember, use your voice, craft your consciousness, embody your potential, enter a quantum paradigm. The Bipolar Inquiry podcast is not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Information in this show is not medical advice. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.